Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. Shiboy Swizz out here cooking it on the road, but we'll talk about that later. Joe, the mustachioed madman, the setter with the buttery hands, the thunder from down under. Jokesy, how we doing, brother? From down under. Right on, brother. Down under. How we doing? We doing two good. of this uh, ugly stash. Mustachio. Ugly, I don't say Same. ugly. Same. Week two and still no date, so... It's not helping me in any case, in any situation. Any, don't worry. Joe's out here for the chicks. Also, That's not true. That's definitely the opposite of what I'm here for. For the you're here for the boys. In Germany, I'm here for the boys. There's multiple ways to take that, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're listening, take it how it want, how you want it. Yeah, uh, there's room for translation in there. Also joined by us, the Emmy or the Grammy award-winning artist just released a huge. Uh, music video, April Showers. It's it's everywhere. It's on TMZ. It's I've seen everywhere. it. I've seen it everywhere on YouTube. Like Twenty views. No, 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 no. Join by us, Micah, aka Kama. Kama, how are we doing today, brother? What's up, guys? Doing well. Uh, Can, we just see see tomorrow. Me. Can we see tomorrow? Can we see tomorrow? Tomorrow. Take you back to the ocean. Down by, uh, I'm sorry. I wish I knew more words. I'm I'm a bad I'm a bad friend. I'm a bad. Well, friend. well I do Gage, listen to your song Gage, a lot. You, you know how we're gonna learn those lyrics really well? Mm-hmm. Is we're gonna we're gonna make a rule this summer when we go on tour that we can only listen to songs released by Comma the entire time. <laughs> Mike, you gotta release really more time. songs, man. I'm not listening Absolutely. to three songs on the road, bro. <laughs> you gotta listen. Yeah. I'll rent my own car at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back to the solo mission. <laughs> we'll no be right chance. next to you, just blasting like out the yeah. window. <laughs> what do we got? We got comma or comma? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, she's got a huge selection of songs. Huge selection. But Micah, man, you were at uh, let's let's talk about this April showers extravaganza. Uh, this 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 mass countrywide phenomenon. <laughs> So you were in, can you, first of all, you went to the, the, the Eiffel Tower. Can you, well, I don't even know yeah. the story of this. Can you kind of tell the, uh, uh, the behind Dude, the scenes of how this all happens? My so much. Um, my agent set it all up. He's like, hey, how's the music going? I'm like, it's going all right. Like, I don't do anything for it. Just in France, it's pretty hard. And he's like, what, what do you, what would you want to do? And I told him, I was like, I would like to make a music video for my, for my next song. He's like, all right, I got you. And set it all up, like. Got the car, got the uh, the filmer, like, I stayed at his house, uh, just set everything up. It was super sick. I just left on a Saturday, I think on a Saturday, and then slept, no, filmed the Saturday night, and then left the Sunday. Whose car was that? We rented it. But he found like he found the place and like got it for a really good deal and I was like yeah sure I'll do that for sure. His so name's it was super oh, fun. Yeah, it seems so fun. Yeah, no, it was no super one was there. Sick. You said yeah. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much nobody was outside because it's still lockdown, um, and it's still like against the law to be outside. So it was pretty much just us. That's sick. Which is super sick. Which is super sick to have like the Eiffel Tower alone is pretty crazy. Why isn't it lit up? Um, I think it stopped shining after a while. I, I would not know. Yeah, that'd probably yeah. cost a lot of money. <laughs> that electricity yeah, yeah, bill yeah. must I be pumping. I think it stops. I don't know when officially it stops, but I know that for part of the video, like, it's off. So, definitely stops. Per, it was directed I by... I don't a, know it was, when. It was a, well, who's directed? It was a Will to Will? It's called will, will. Yeah, Will to Will. He's just a guy from Paris. Super cool you didn't even, dude. You didn't even oh, tag him I've never him met anything. him before. You never tagged yeah, him? I did. Him. Yeah, dude, I did. I was looking... Really, he did. He's, he's tagged, yeah. Bro, he's tagged he on everything. He's there. Well, respect, they did a great job on that video. And, yeah, uh, some of those uh, shots are crazy. Nice shots, especially the one on the car that he had to put like a, he had to probably put something on the side there and just, that's sick. What he did was super yeah. sick. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, props to you. If you haven't checked it out, go to, is it is your is your you. YouTube comma or is it Mike Ma? No, I think it's Mike Ma, but if you just look up comma, K-A-M-A, April Showers, then you can... You'll find it. It's there. And on Spotify. Well, mad yeah, props to you. Too. Last YouTube, question I have. I don't get a lot of love on YouTube. Spotify, I've been getting some love, which is sick. Of course. Not, Not on April course. showers, though. So hopefully, it's a different song. It's slow. 
It's a I slow like song, so I like it, Micah. Oh, um, Micah, what's your what's your what's your favorite song for the ones you've released? Oh, good question. Oh, that's a good question. I have another question after that. Uh, I think. Oh gosh, I don't know. I like April showers. I like it too. I would say April showers. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go with what you love exactly. Yeah, even I have if, one even question. If the, which one's the most streamed? Which one has the most streams? Birds, birds for sure, by far. It's like over a million, yeah. Is it over a million? Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's not, dude. The people love you. Understand? It's a good song, man. It's a good song. All these songs are good. Wait, so I have a question. When are you gonna make a song about your girlfriend? Was April Showers by your girlfriend? Oh, I'd have to even. I think so. I think definitely. I take a lot of inspiration from my relationship and just my life in general. Like, like April Showers isn't specifically about us, but it's about. Parts of our relationship, parts of relationships that have been around me that I've seen, uh, like all of, all the things that I write are all inspired from a lot of different things. Like even birds, um, they're not about like a specific person, but they're just about my experiences in life and like what I think about that topic. All right, two questions about music, and then we'll sense. move on to some more volleyball. One, okay. yeah, does Zana care that it's not about her? Two. Do you have any other music in the works right now? Oh, no, 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 no. My first question was not if Zana cares. Is Have you written a song about Zana before? And two, do you yeah. have any more music planned out? Have you have you yeah. sang it to her? Like, have you serenaded her? I've Yeah, I've sang to Zana before a lot. Um, Beautiful. She, when she can't sleep, I always have to sing to her every single time. Um, <laughs> but I made her – I wrote her two songs for Valentine's Day. And I wrote them for her, and they're all about her, and they're uh, about us. Uh, I'm not going to put them out anywhere. I just like wrote them just specifically for her and sent them to her on Valentine's Day. Um, Too inappropriate. No, no, no. Not I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, let me get – what was the second question? Second question is do you have any music plan coming out? Oh, April yeah. Showers I leaves. definitely do. I definitely do. I have – so April Showers isn't e- wasn't even done. I went to Toronto during during coronavirus to visit Kofi who some people might know, and if you don't, he's a volleyball player from UCLA that I played with and lived with uh, and is now doing music full-time. I flew there, tried to get into Canada. They turned me away at customs. Uh, so I bought a flight all the way there. and then, But the guy was finally like, you know, I'll, um, I'll let you sleep at your residence so you don't have to stay here overnight, but we're going to keep your passport. We're going to keep all your stuff. And you can go. And I had gotten in at like 11 at night. And they said, you have to be back here for the first flight out, which is at 6 a.m. So I booked it to Kofi's house and recorded while I could um, as much as I can do, as much as I can, uh, I could record at the time. And it was six or seven songs, uh, just one track. And then uh, we've been trying to like meet up and like, work on the songs a lot more but it just hasn't worked out and april showers was the one where i'm like i'm okay with this being like one track like not with a lot of background not with a lot of extra production and so i just released it like that and i was like all right i'm just gonna put it out and see how it goes it's done all right it hasn't done very good at all actually but it's all good like i still like to do music and um hopefully i can grow it organically and like slowly by slowly people start following along like that's my dream my dream is not to like make one song and then like have it be huge and have a lot of people know me i don't Mm -hmm. want that at all i want it to be like like this like a community where you're like slowly growing and like the people feel involved in your music and like kind of right know you a little bit more intimately and personally and then like hopefully from that like you can start to grow yeah, that's man. My, that's my dream for music for sure. That, that and that's the thing with like out of system stuff for me. Like the biggest thing is like, at first, I mean, obviously when you're trying to grow a YouTube channel, or just trying to grow a media, a channel such as ourselves, you're like, okay, what are the views here? What are the views? Like that's always gonna be like the back of your mind somehow. And I've been just trying to work on that. Like with just like, dude, it just what should matter and, and like keeping what matters in my mind. Like you know what? Right. Do you like this project? Did you enjoy making this? Because that's the number one thing when, I mean, the views will come. I always say the views will come to start producing stuff. And I think that's one thing that here at Out of System that we try and do, which is like, you know what? Produce content that we love and people love genuineness. And obviously I'm not doing it for the people, but it's 
it's it's so much help when I have like like people behind our back and our fans and they enjoy it. I love that, you know. But the main main thing is that if you want to grow or if you want to do anything, just like do stuff that's genuine to do that you do and that you love. And I think that's the yeah. most important thing. Um, so different. I think I think I wouldn't consider myself an artist, but I would consider myself someone in the who does make stuff and edit stuff. So so I get where you're coming from when you kind yeah, of start creative. from nothing. Yeah, create exactly. Um, Okay, so a little vlog. First of all, thank you for the music update. I'm sure a lot of our fans. Sick, yeah, thank you. A lot of our fans would love to uh, kind of hear the kind of basics of that. But the number one thing is, uh, like I said, we're on the road here, and I want to kind of give a little info onto that. Um, as you can see here, my boy just dropped off some Chipotle, some hot Chipotle. So if you saw some stuff in the background, that was my boy. Um, but dude, I'm telling you guys right now, I could live this life forever. What they do, so what we do, we travel, and we're double masking. First of all, I want to give a lot of props to our, our medical team, Renee and whatnot. They're keeping us very safe. We're double masking so that we don't get, so we have less chance of getting infected, and we're keeping really, really good precautions. Always Wait, check two it. masks? Yeah. You wear two masks? Yeah, I have a medical mask, and then I have a mask, because it apparently reduces the, the chance of us getting it. Why not double three? Out. I mean, three would Is work. three too much? No, I feel like three would definitely help, but I, I also want to breathe. But, but yeah, so what they're doing now, usually what you do, you go and you like, you're in your van and then you go get food within your van because your drivers are the coaches and Renee, right? But now what happens is they order our food and I think, and they give you per diem, but now I think we're spending more money because we're uh, just literally ordering food and they're like, yeah, order whatever you want. So I'm ordering like, I go to In-N-Out, I get two burgers, animal fries and a shake or just two double cheese, like just big, just everything like that. And I think we're just living life over here. And like I said, I could live this forever. We just sit in the hotel room. Obviously I have a lot of stuff to do with like out of system and schoolwork in Hawaii. So I'm like, I'm literally just like cruising here and I could just live this life for the, for uh, uh, just forever, man. Like, like I'm loving it over here. Like, and they, and they literally, they sent us a cost. They're like, hey, we're going to Costco and Whole Foods. Give us a list of what you want, anything. We put our list down and everything. We don't pay for anything. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our entire, over there, it's just filled with food, and we get breakfast, lunch, and dinner given to us along with that. Jeez, yeah, that's we insane. Can, life's good, bro. Life's real good over here. I have absolutely no complaints. I'm getting way more stuff done. Um, I'm not spending any money, but I'm living like a king. I'm not balling on a budget. I am straight up balling. And at the same time, big shout we're out playing volleyball. Yeah, I was saying big shout out to Hawaii Booster Club, Hawaii Men's Volleyball Booster yeah. Club, for me, making this happen. Yeah, exactly. For letting Gage <laughs> eat his Chipotle and order chips and guac and guac on the burrito. Heck yeah. Usually not affordable, but now it's in it's in my price range now. So big shout out to all the people who gave us uh, the funding because we are putting much use to it. I'll just say that. And also we just played a game. We just played a game. That was super fun. I mean, did you guys Dang, have to watch yeah, that was no. your first game. First Big West game too this season. And you guys won? We won. We did. We started off horribly. I was horrible. I, uh... If I were to judge myself, I'd give myself a solid B, I think. I a good start. Probably my best start out of all my four years. That's probably my best start. But um, there were a lot of balls, especially in that first set where I should have dug or some serve-receive ones I should have handled that I wasn't aggressive enough. But overall, I think a uh, good start for all of us. You know, Like I said, the first set, we were horrible, and then we just started bombing balls, and then we kind of we killed them. But we play them tonight. For those listening, we are recording this on a Monday. Um... So we have a couple more games. We have a game today, and then two more against San Diego. But yeah, man, you know I was thinking. I was like, I was like, I, th I think it's kind of cool that like I have a game, and like the th the cool thing about out of system is, I mean, obviously if you follow our account, you see that we're posting all the time, like posting our games, posting behind the scenes. Like I went live after the game with Rattle yesterday. Is there's never been that that interaction, especially in college men's volleyball or just anything, or not anything, but college men's volleyball. There's never been that like personal interaction with the players you know Hawaii is the closest you're going to get because we go and talk to the fans afterwards but like asking questions and kind of doing that and I think it's just kind of cool that's never been done before like even women's volleyball like there's never been that personal interaction with like really really big time teams and big time players and I think it's super super cool that we're bringing it to the forefront I kind of see it as I am no Aaron Rodgers and we are no Pat McAfee show right I'm not at skill level but you see like a good player go on Pat McAfee and just be himself and ask the you know what I'm saying rather than like mm -hmm. go and get interviewed or whatnot and I think that's like super cool and I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one thing like I like I like to continue I don't, I don't know what your thoughts on that are no I think that's like from the start you and I both had the same idea about that is 
where we wanted things to go and like we wanted i think you talked about like the genuine the gen genuine genuineness genuineness (laughs) genuine genuinality yeah genuinality that's definitely not right um of like our brand and everything that's has to be so important and not chasing like you said views and stuff like if we continue to be genuine about everything then we will like the growth will come and and we want to make sure like the community that we build and we like we i mean we tell you like hey if you if you like it pass it on uh, recommend our pod to everybody else but we don't want to like i hate forcing it on like mike said with his yeah. music i hate forcing stuff on the people um i don't want to force people to watch this or listen to us and that's why like there's people all the time here in germany that come up to me and like oh i didn't know you host a podcast like i found out about it like via like our fan group here in friedrichshof and shared it and so i'm like that's well that's cool like that's that, the best that's way i think that's the best way for like yeah, I don't know. That's just the way that I really like want to do things in my life. It's like, yeah, I like when people are like, oh, like you do music like my teammates didn't know for the longest time. Um, obviously, I make like a post or two about it on Instagram when I put something out, but I'm definitely not talking about it with a lot of people. I, I like to just keep it how it is. And same with I, this podcast. I don't know. I want it to be like, Oh, you guys do a podcast? Like I, my friend like was listening to it randomly, and now I got to. Yep. Like that's just the best way to do it by far for me. I. Uh, it's kind of funny though. At the same time, it's like there's people who are like, "Oh yeah, dude, I watched the podcast. Uh, heat, heat, you can't handle," or they just say something completely wrong. I'm like, yeah, and they're like just saying like some like. It was, it was, it's kind of clear that they haven't watched it or like listened to it barely like at all. <laughs> like they come, they're like, Hey, if you want, uh, if you want me to bring on like a, like, or like a guest or something like that. And like, and we just interviewed that guest like three weeks ago. I'm just like, just like thinking <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, you haven't watched this thing since a year ago, I want to say, but it, at the same time, it's good that they came to our channel. It's just kind of funny. Something that I've noticed where people are like, Oh yeah, love, love the heat. You can't handle big fan of the, of the show. <laughs> I was like. Like he probably doesn't even know we're on Spotify or anything like that. It's like, <laughs> um, but but again, like you said, that's the best way to grow. I mean, just growing a community, slow and steadily, and I think that's what we're doing right now. The La Flame community, the La Flames, growing out of the flames. The La Flames. L L La Flames. I had a question. Or sorry, Joe. L No, it's it's the. Yeah, but flame is not Spanish. La Flames. For you guys, though. For you guys, I was I was going through old pictures this week, from my from mine, my brother and our family's like early childhood, and just like my brother and I, we played every single sport just like Micah did. And I wanted to ask you guys, what other sports did you see like a direct correlation, um, um, in like movements or like mental like the mental side of the game that carried over to volleyball? Like what other sports that you played helped you perform better? Because for me, the biggest I I always tell people that i felt like i stopped playing soccer too early like i could have played a couple more years because i loved soccer and the biggest thing like i was always a midi that was the what i was best at and just like like the field vision like distributing the ball like that for me i think it carried over a lot into like my setting game and kind of like how i set and um and the way i like played midfielder um as a soccer player was very like was a very like mental approach to it in a way I want to like I don't know Micah if you or Gage had anything specifically that you recall. I think we did a whole podcast on on the soccer thing, yeah, Joe. We did. I remember we, we briefly about touched about it. Uh, we I might have briefly touched on it. I, we didn't Gosh. do sports though. You're right. I think for me it was basketball. So basketball is my second love. You know, we go I go ball out of the rec all the time. I think we talked about that too a little. But yeah, man. Well, when it was open. But yeah, basketball because like I mean, obviously you're wearing the same shoes, same surface, and the same kind of lateral cuts and explosiveness. Obviously, basketball is a little more on one leg than the other. But I'm not jumping. It's not like I'm jumping out there, right? But I'm I'm striding off of one foot, so the one footed takeoffs aren't gonna really mess with my indoor or outdoor game and whatnot. I am I am actually really good at hitting the slides. So I just want to put that out there. Um, of the one footed takeoffs. Dude, the other, you know. yeah, the other thing for you, Gage. The one hundred percent, you're swimming in water polo background. Like everybody is asking, like, how does he hit the ball so hard? Why is he has such a strong shoulder and everything? I'm like, dude, if you watch him swim, my brother is in just like Micah. They both are really, really good swimmers, and that's why I think, I think that you see like you can see that like when they attack the ball and they serve, like their their arms, they just have like such that's powerful swings. I think I was built like, the for shoulder water work from swimming. I think might have carried over. Maybe, that's but I was like, 
I don't know. Because I know that Brandon Rattray, who hits extremely hard, swims a lot. Yeah. I think that's to lose weight, though. But the thing is, dude, this... No, but I wonder if when there's a carryover. See? I just wonder if there's a carryover. Yeah. People we, with we strong arms. I think other swimmers. That's genetics, though, bro. Like, a lot of the time, like, you can't. Like, you see people's whack-ass arm swings are just genetic, you know? Like, they can't Dude, and also it. swimmers, if you see swimmers and water pole players get out of the pool, they, oh, God, a awful. lot of the times, like, I, I think natural swimmers who, like, from a young age swam when they cut, get out, but maybe oh. for guys who were, like, swim late like i feel like you i got like brandon rattray both of you guys like it just kind of was something that it's you not do, your main like, thing but yeah yeah, 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 I, think, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying if it's your main thing i don't think it translates well so right, bad right, right, right. water pole i think if you use it as a tool so bad. yeah i think if you use it as a tool maybe like some some parents they say oh i just put my kid in swimming so they can be on a team whether it's like swim team and they can be in that environment and they can be in good shape and so i think like yeah. for parents who do that that uh, it actually can help them in other areas and other sports. For I know for you, swimmers both are even. extremely disciplined people. They're they're like yeah. usually pretty good at at school, like because they can focus for long periods of time. When you're swimming, you're literally like doing nothing for so like long distance runners. Like you just have a different mentality about your discipline's a lot higher. They work so hard. Swimming is the hardest sport. I was luckily I was a goalie when I played water polo, so I didn't have to do swimming at all. But the the people that I know that just swim, I'm like these people are. You have to be a little bit off, like the, like even like riding a bike, like in these Tour de France, like these guys is like discipline and their their focus levels. I'm actually curious to know what it's like now compared to like days before because, or the times before because, our attention spans have gotten so much worse and like we constantly need like stimulus like i now need to like watch youtube on my phone while i like play my video game on my laptop or something ridiculous um and i wonder if people are are having a harder time with it and i wonder how swimmers are doing just in like in the workplace or in school compared to people that are always like keeping themselves busy and never having to focus for a long period of time on a single thing i don't know that just popped into my head for a thing that, that translated the most for me was football because it was the only time that I actually needed to lift weights. If it wasn't for football, I wouldn't You were have skinny, bro. If it, yeah, no, I was. But I was actually really strong. Um, I would have never lifted weights in high school if it wasn't for football. And I think in high school, before I hurt my back, was maybe I was – I could bench 225. I could – I squat a ton we did legs all the time and I was doing like probably like I don't know in the four or five hundreds I was super strong I was like a that's twig. impressive I was a twig but somehow I was pretty strong so I think that was definitely the thing that helped translated the most for me I did some weird sports I did pole vault really how are you really pole vault? I was a pole vaulter really? for a little bit yeah uh, dude, that's a weird sport. Holy cow. That is, it's so weird. Yeah. It's such a weird sport. You do this as like a uh, joke or something? What? You do it as like a joke? Like, hey boys, watch this. I, just, I did it for <laughs> like, my beer. for like three months. <laughs> and I remember why I stopped is because we had this jump off to see, you could only enter three people in a track meet. And there was like, I don't know, eight of us. We had a jump off and I won. And the, oh no, I didn't win. I got third because some people like actually. That's a very big difference. No, 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 no. But some people were like actually pole vaulters, and this was my first time pole vaulting. And I'm like, All right, I'm gonna go like run at this thing, throw my stick in the ground, and get over this little piece of rope, and I'm good. So I did that, and I got third, just enough to qualify. And the coach is like, "Yeah, like for some reason, he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna put you in it.'" And I, I was so frustrated, I was pissed. I think I just, I just, I just stopped doing it. Start doing javelin. I think I just I did triple jump, long jump, water polo, baseball, basketball, soccer, football, volleyball. I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that might be it. But dude, I played so many different sports and it was all so fun. That's the best part of it is that it's fun. Yeah. Like screw the translation. Everyone's like, oh, like <laughs> should I should I play these sports because maybe like playing football will translate to my vertical and indoor. I'm like, dude. Do you like playing football? Like, do you like it? Play it. 
You're not yeah. if you're not going to go to the NFL, but you get to play football. Like, I'm so glad that I did that. It's such a different dynamic with 60 guys on a team and like with always running into each other and like it's just a way different dynamic than any other team I've ever been on. And the same goes with with basketball or all these different sports. I'm so glad that I played all of them because you're never going to get to do them again in your life. High school That's is time to, to play with your friends, sports that you really just enjoy. Yeah, it's the thing about, like, for us with, like, club and stuff, like, volleyball consumed our life, which I would have it. In, I mean, no, no other way. But, like, I, I really enjoy it, and it still consumes my life, and I still love that. But I would love to play, like, high school basketball, right? The thing about us is if you – I mean, you know, Mike, you go from a very lackadaisical – club volleyball schedule to the most intense club volleyball schedule probably out there and it was extremely demanding uh for us because we also coached and, and cleaned the i i cleaned the bathrooms while joe watched uh at the club <laughs> Dude, i did just as much work bro joe when i'm gonna get into this bro you you were you're like okay i'll do this and you, you I, I just hate cleaning the windows so you're like i'll clean the windows and i'll sweep one of the courts and you got damn good else. job at it too you were average damn good damn most, clean windows Hey, but also, I want to kind of rewind it, talk about I mean, just We don't have to go back to the subject. I just want to put my two cents into it. With, with cross country and swimming, you said they're very focused, very smart individuals traditionally. But you also got, you also got to understand the type of athletes they, um, what's it called? They, they uh, what's it called? They get to join their sport or they attract. Uh, right. Usually, right, like you said, like Joe said, a lot of, a lot of kids that are maybe not great with the ball or anything like that or their parents put them in the sport because they won for us. They knew they're gonna make it, or two. They might like, the very smart kids that maybe not the most athletic. Okay, swimming and cross country. I'm not saying it's not an athletic sport, but it's a different kind of athleticism. One that you just train and train and train a lot more cardiovascular system stuff. And um, I think that's all. Also, why you have that too. But there are also, on the other hand, plenty. The same thing with volleyball it can be the same way in volleyball. Um, another thing is you say you squat. I actually don't squat. Fun fact about myself: I don't do really any lower body stuff except for my. Cause I have problems with my quad. Cause people are like, "Dang, you're you're super thick, Gage. How do you get so thick?" I'm like, "It's just born like that. I don't know." Um, but I, I actually don't squat anymore for the past like year or two because I have problems with my left quad. So just rehab. It was actually the best I felt in my career in the last four years, health wise. So it was good. But um, enough about myself here. But I think you can find a lot of sports that translate into it. I think it's just having fun, like you said, man. Like you're always gonna yeah. be. It's like you said, different chemistry with football and like. 60 players versus, like, 12 players. Um, but I would love to play high school basketball. I remember that I'm actually kind of I'm actually kind of nice with the rock. Well, last time we played, I wasn't, Micah. But usually I uh, I play. We're, we're pretty good uh, with, my, with my boys. And, um, yeah, it was definitely something I wanted to do. That's the one thing about, like, kind of a hard hard schedule when I was younger was just not being able to play the sports that I wanted to play. Um, but yeah. at the same time, I love volleyball. What's the easiest, what's the easiest sport you've ever played? Easiest? Yeah. Like, you picked like, it up. Like, you just went and picked it up. Like, volleyball. I mean, you know? No, dude. You don't remember how okay, bad we were when we first started. Okay, swimming and water When you bowl. first start, I feel like yeah, when but you I started. First I started start. basketball when I was in – well, I always played basketball. But I started, like – I only played for – I know. I'm just saying, like, what is – what do you think the easiest sport was for you just to hop swimming, in and be functional swimming. and not, like, swimming. be, like, the drill killer? Swimming, swimming and water polo. Sure, anything in the water. I think I was built for water polo. I said that earlier in the podcast. Because good in the water, right? I'm very aggressive. I mean, pretty powerful when I need to. Good swimmer, and I got a really good arm, right? And I think. Yeah. I think I was, I was like, I think, I've, I think I'm pretty. And the same thing with rat race, the same way. I think uh, I'd be pretty good in the water, to be honest. Yeah. And, and water and water polo. I was, I was thinking, I was like, what am I built for? I said, definitely like more. I'm definitely built for more an aggressive. Like if you see me play, I'm not like most traditional bears where they dolphin dive. I did one last night, which is very rare, but I dolphin dive. Like I'm very like rugged, very it can be look look unorthodox for sure, right? Very just like um, weird kind of stances sometimes, and I think, right? So I don't know if I'm 100% built for uh, I kind of kind of a Frankenstein of volleyball, right? I have all these other parts on me that are kind of attached to me, like, like a little from basketball. I have a little posture from all these other sports and, and just kind of how I play. And I think that I was kind of more built for water polo, but I, but volleyball's working out for me pretty well, so probably gonna stick with it. I don't know. What about Hell you, yeah. Joe? What about you? Yeah, Mike. What about you? No, Joe. I want to hear from you. The I easiest went. sport uh, that I ever. I don't know, cause I 
like as I got older, I was a lot more focused on volleyball. But when I was younger, you know what I think it was? It was probably f- um, like floor hockey because we we might have played ice hockey a little bit. But when we were younger, because in New York, growing up in New York, Gage and I like hockey, such a hockey lacrosse. We played both for like an extent. Like we, I mean, we participated at times. Um, and like floor hockey was easy because I watched so much hockey and it was just like, I don't know why I felt like I, I don't know, maybe I sucked. I was young too, but I felt like I was able to pick it up hmm. to a fairly decent level. I, I would, I was about to say soccer, but I'm like, I can't recall exactly how it was right when I got in soccer, but I will say at, at University of Hawaii, we did this, so, uh, UH oh, men's yeah. volleyball versus the soccer team. And I hadn't played soccer in what, yeah, like 15 years, like organized soccer. And we went and we picked up and we beat them. So it was like. It wasn't too hard. I get so maybe soccer. I guess I don't know. Dude, we were just laying out those chicks. Yeah, Gage was Gage was I, taking I, chicks I, out. I like, was a little, like what, like he could like it was yeah it was dangerous for Gage like, to be on the field with them. Me me and Shuey were in tenacious D. Whenever we played defense together, we call it tenacious D. Shuey's my roommate. He's one of our setters. Um, and I'm left. He's right, obviously. And when people say, "Oh yeah, I took this," like I literally full speed just dropping them. Because they, they were trying to get, like, physical with us, but I just kind of drop my shoulder sometimes. And I just, like – like I said, I'm built for more of a physical sport for sure. So, like, I, I have no problem. Like, if they're out there, they then they were talking smack too. So, if, like, you're going to open your mouth at me, I don't care, guy, girl, equal – actually, I can't say that. But equal rights, you know? So, equal rights is, like, one I of the things. I did the same like, thing when we played so – when like, we played water polo against the water polo team at Punahou. How did you guys do? Uh, I think we lost. But their coach was the ref, and it was – ridiculous because we had a player that was going to Stanford and was incredible at water polo and every time this guy touched the ball five girls would go and dunk him and they'd take the ball and score and we'd be like are you not why don't you just help him out how how can you just get someone in the night right of him and just toss him bam easy score I don't know why we didn't help him out but I just remember the ref (laughs) wow that guy probably needs some help (laughs) and we just we just ended up not having enough you just didn't have enough people like three of us could could play, but that's just not enough. Three v like that, that was the same. We 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 did the same thing a, a month before we played the water polo team at Hawaii, and I just remember one thing that stuck out. That stuck out was I turn around one time, and I'm a horrible swimmer, but I was just kind of hanging by the, their goal. And Gage was playing defense. I turn around, engage against one of their um, one of their best players. I just see him go, and he goes both hands on the shoulder, and just. Like puts his full weight and just dunks her and like holds her. Dude, mine <laughs> was the water. really bad. Mine was because this girl was talking for like a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Their whole team was like, "Oh, like you really think like you could take down this girl? Like she is so much stronger than you." And I'm like, "You guys serious?" And they're like, "We are so serious." And my girlfriend at the time was like, "Like yeah, like you can't take her down." And I was like, "All right." So in front of everybody, I was like, "All right, I'll 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 guard her." And I just take her with two hands dunker and i'm talking to everybody i'm like hey, this is on you guys this is all on you guys and i'm talking I'm like yeah. when should oh, yeah. i let her up and they're all like let her up let her up and i'm like all right i let her up and i was like all right i'm glad that we had that conversation we're done don't even give <laughs> 100%. me that. don't don't talk to me thing. ever again they always smack talk when we go to their sports right what is yeah. that man Brittany griner was saying she'd beat demarcus cousins on a in a one-on-one like yeah. this is just absolute ludicrous i agree i agree this is ridiculous is I will There's just remember no like, need for that. And, like, when you play, when, when if I'm playing, like, girl, like, if they're opening their mouth for sure. I remember one time one girl was trying to – when we played water polo against a girl in uh, Hawaii, against our team in Hawaii, because we do that every year traditionally. She's grabbing onto me, and she's behind me. So I extend my leg right into her <laughs> uh, lower crotchal area. I wasn't aiming for it, but at the same time, you're going to try and hold on to me. Like, I have no problem throwing my elbows – you know, wherever my elbows go, you know, like I have no problem doing that. Uh, but if you're gonna open your mouth at me, I really don't care. Like, if we're, I mean, not like in the street. I'm not gonna go just <laughs> start wailing on people in the street. But like in a sport, open your mouth. That's uh, that's what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, Joe, you happen. know something here? Yeah, hey, yeah. I just wanted to. Uh, we had some questions, but I, I, we want to keep it shorter today. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to a couple people. Zach Norze, uh, he's a big listener of the podcast. He he messaged us, just letting us know. He listens to every single one. He loves all the work we love hearing that stuff. So big shout out to him. 
uh, Charlie Welland. I so we talked about last week a little bit uh, the All American, the All American predictions, and we had a lot of people writing us like their ideas and Joel Schneidmiller. And stuff. Joel was one that I think we missed that we didn't discuss. I he's, I don't know. Maybe I had him done. in my mind. I had him in my mind for sure. He's but the really other one player. that Charlie Welland, I think, messaged us saying something like that Will Stanley, like if you saw the effect he had from when they lost versus when they won, yeah. I guess, which is something to consider for sure. That's really, really true. But and I think I added him in there, though. He was there. I thought, didn't I we s- put him in? I said that. Yeah, I yeah, said Will. I thought we did put him in. Yeah, I think I did. I, I don't know if Charlie was there. saying that we should. Yeah, that's true. But we no, no doubt. In. Yeah, he had a huge effect on that team. Jesus. 100%. Like 100%. night and day difference. Totally different team. Literally night and day. Yeah, literally <laughs> night and day. Literally. Yeah, that's Anymore. a really good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to wrap it up here, or before we wrap it up, I want to kind of mention we are going on Zitra. Only listen to Kama's music. Make sure again, oh, if you're a club, if you're if you're a, a fan of anything, please make sure you let us know. We will be releasing a schedule. Soon enough here, we're just kind of finishing some kinks out so you'll know exactly where we're going. But wherever you are from, if you're welcoming to us, possibly stay in your house, any tournaments, or especially if you're a club um, that would have us come by and do whatever, which we shall not, cannot announce, um, make sure you guys hit us up, please. And again, we have no problem hopping on Zoom. If you uh, and your team want to kind of talk to us, or coaches feel like talking to us at all, picking our brain, we have no problem. Hop on there, so make sure again for all this stuff. DM us on out of system official. Another thing, I am on the road. We did announce that, and we just only played one match. This is after our first match versus Irvine. So what we're gonna do here is instead of ending the podcast now, our boys Micah and Joe will not be in the ending part of this, but I will be wrapping this up again on Thursday. So Thursday night when we finish all our matches, I kind of give a recap, a five-minute recap of the week. I share some funny stories that I have behind the scenes about how our week went, how I felt uh, our week went. Um, so this isn't a goodbye, boys, but uh, for the show. It's a goodbye for you guys, but it's not ending of the show. Um, so, Gage, take us, take us with us on your wrap-up of the week. Thank you, Gage, for that lovely, lovely introduction. Uh, as promised, today is almost, it's almost on Friday, but today's Thursday, February 25th. It is 11.32 p.m. We just finished our road trip here. We're about to send it home tomorrow, Friday the 26th. Um, but like I said, uh, I want to recap the week if you would gladly join me for the next 10 minutes. I don't know if you guys can tell the difference in my voice, but I've, I have lost significant amount of... Uh, vocal projection in my voice, very rusty, and this is what it usually sounds like on it. after after about a two two match road trip. It's pretty it's pretty beat up, but after four five, let alone six matches, right? We had four this this past uh, this uh, this this current trip, but I've had a uh, uh, trips up to six six days where it's just absolutely just brutal, and my voice is just completely gone. So what I try and do is I try not to use it during practice or really talk anywhere. Not that I succeed because I never shut up. Um, but, yeah, my voice is very raspy. They ran out of water, so bear with me, guys, here. Um, but I want to kind of break the the games down that we had this week. Um, we played two versus UCI on Sunday and Monday, and then we just finished up one tonight, their second night tonight versus UCSD. And our first night was yesterday on uh, Wednesday versus UCSD as well. Uh, and I want to kind of give my team rank for or my team thoughts about them and just my personal rank, how I personally played, um, and a few funny stories along the way. Uh, first one is UCI. Both nights, I think we played really, really well as a team. That first set, everyone was like, uh, what you got to realize? It was like, a lot of people were like, what did you think after that first set of that first match? And it's like, you just got, I mean, it's our, first, it's our first game playing in like 11 months. It wasn't pretty, right? They played really, really well. Um, but we handled business, you know. That's the biggest thing. We we handled business. We got in there, did what 
if you want to be a champion, you got to act like a champion. And I think that's what we did. We got back out there, got back in the horse, got back in the saddle, and we rode it uh, to victory. Same thing the next night. They rode really well as a team. Really love what I'm seeing. Really love seeing um, uh, a lot of seniors and non-seniors kind of take hold of uh, the, the, the team there. Personally, um, UC Irvine, the first night, I thought I played. I, I gave myself a B because, like, okay, my passing was pretty good. Um, but overall, my digging was not so great, right? There was no real connection to the ball. And my mom kind of bring this up, and I, and I really don't like to use this as an excuse or anything. But something I've noticed, my edge, my defensive edge, wasn't all that there. And I think I was like, I was like, what's off? Something's off about this right now. My mom and I talked to my mom about it. She's like, Gage, like, there's no fans. Some kind of be harder. And I'm like, wow, that really is true. Like, like, play, I never really thought about the playing without fans, and you know, not as on edge as you usually are. And you gotta kind of create that, right? If you want to be a great player, you gotta create that environment, no matter where you are. And that's something that I definitely struggled with at first. Like, I had a few nice digs, but there was no real connection with the ball. Like, for example, at the end of the first set. I shanked like two or three balls, which is unacceptable. 18, 18 pass, I th- eight, we were like 18 all. I literally shanked three balls that could um, help propel us into victory there, and that's just unacceptable on my part. But um, overall, I kind of gave myself a B, you know, because I served received well, I thought. I thought I served received pretty well. Um, thing was all right, but I needed a a few more digs that I uh, that I should have gotten up. Second night, same thing. You're right, same thing. And uh, just happy, like I said, we just took care of business. And that's where it gets interesting. For me, at least. First night versus UC San Diego. I would consider that my worst digging defensive game of my entire collegiate career. By far. Not even like not even close. I was so disgusted with myself after how I played. It was un like I, I remember just like looking, I was like, I was like, you literally can't get any worse from that. Like that's just god awful. And I just remember, like, balls come to me, shank, 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 shank. I actually serve receive well. I would give myself a D minus for that first game versus UC San Diego. And that's because the only reason I don't give myself an F is because of my serve receive. I thought my serve receive was doing pretty good. Um, but up until that point, I got aced every single match I played in, which is also not good at all. Unacceptable in my eyes. Um, so... And I kind of want to take a minute to talk about the struggle. You know, I don't want to take too much of your guys' time, but I want to kind of talk about, you know, it doesn't matter what part of your career, it doesn't matter who who you are, you can't go through the struggle. But as a team, but before I do the talk about that, I want to talk about as a team, I thought we did really, really well overall. I think we didn't play a lot of back row defense. Me and Jakob were laughing. We're like, dude, we just won that game without playing any back row defense. First of all, our server's awesome right now. I think our server receives also really good. And our, I mean, we're just rolling right now. I feel like we're doing really, really well. The only thing that needed to improve after that first night was a back row defense. Remember one time Colton was, <laughs> there's going to be a swearing in the story. Colton was on the service line. We want to keep him there because he was doing really, really well. And again, it's block cross like Gage did the line. The guy goes up. Literally, this doesn't even hit it that hard, but he hits it. Gets my chest, I shank it out of bounds. And the worst part about the shanks was, is that it would literally be so high. So I shank it, and I'm just like looking at it for like what felt like forever, like five seconds in the air. It wasn't five seconds, but it literally felt like five seconds. And I just be like looking at it, and I'm like, God damn it. And I remember shanking it, and Colton was behind me, and he, we wanted to keep on the service line. And I just hear this, motherfucker. <laughs> It was so bad that I, sh- I mean, I sh- it was like a half roll shot, half hit at my chest, and I shaked it super high up in the air, and I just kind of laughed after the game. I was like, "Oh God!" But it was it was literally pathetic. I was so just not happy myself. It was just like I remember watching like replays, and I was like, I was just disgusted. I was like, "That's just terrible." And the thing about the struggle is that, like, like I said, it doesn't matter who you are or, or like what point in your career are you going struggle is going to happen like I just had the worst defensive game in my senior career in my in my worst defensive uh play of my career in my senior year of, of college right like it doesn't matter and and the thing is like I hadn't been playing great defense up until like the UC Irvine stuff I've been like good but not great you know and 
it can get in your head, man. Like, I get it. Like, I know, like, people at different stages, and I want to kind of level with you guys here. Like, it can get in your head for sure. And I'm a very, if you know me, I'm a very level-headed person, right? But at the same time, if you have continuous gains where you're not performing what you need to perform, it, it can it can mess with you for sure. Because, like, sometimes getting in your head, you're like, oh, man. Like, uh, like you think about, oh, how many digs do I have? Like, that stuff, like, usually never crosses my mind at all. And it shouldn't cross your mind. You shouldn't be worrying about digs. But when you go through that struggle stuff, it can happen. And I think as a as a player, I want you, want you guys to kind of learn from this experience is that, again, it happens to everyone. And just to stay calm and keep everything super, super simple, right? Because it can be hard, right? Like, for example, you want your team to trust you. I don't want it to get to a point. Like, when I since I've been starting, the, the, the thing was, you know, they could trust me with a lot of court. And it helped everything throughout the game because I, I held my job, right? But if you continuously not do your job, no matter how long you've been doing it for, for a good job, they're going to have to adjust and be like, okay, he's not doing it. We got to block a little more. We got to, now it's harder for other people on the court, right? So you want your team to trust you, but at the same time, like, if you don't give them something to trust, it's hard. So it messes with you, man. Like, I get it. And then one thing, man, just like, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Again, it's the same volleyball that you played growing up. And you've heard me, if you listen to this podcast, a lot of you hear me talk about that all the time. Keep it simple. And just go out there and do your thing, right? You're going to do yourself no good by, like, freaking out. I mean, I guess, I mean, for me, I handled it. I was like, okay, you got to kind of psych yourself out. Don't freak yourself out, but psych yourself out. And I was like, well, if you don't dig well, all this other stuff can happen, right? So I'm just messing with myself. Kind of like, that, like, get me really nervous. And that's how I was doing the second person, night for DC San Diego. And it's not like I got an amazing amount of digs, right? But I did so much better this past night, right? Um, my server receive wasn't as good. I was kind of sluggish on the... Serve receive, not as quick, making late moves, uh, not getting my, my feet around it, not putting the ball where it needed to be. But at the same time, like, I was kind of okay with it because I was like, you know what? First of all, we got the win. Second of all, I'm playing good defense and I'm not completely hurting us with my average or my average passing. Because um, I was digging the ball, so kind of extending rallies. And I think that's the most important thing. You're like, okay, you want to be hard on yourself, but not too hard to the point where you're not enjoying anything that you're doing, right? And, um, I think that was the most important thing. But as a team for UCSD, absolutely firing from the service line. Great play. Um, clutch performances. Rattle a 1,000 kills. Uh, that's insane. Uh, as he said, he's been here too long. And then uh, Charlie Wade's 200th win, which is which is super, super crazy. But, yeah, I just kind of want to level you guys about, like, struggle and whatnot. If you have any questions, let me know. Like, because I love doing – I love talking to you guys about, like, all the stuff that goes on – because I'm sure, like, I don't think there's ever been this kind of connection with, like, an athlete in men's volleyball in a top program and, like, the fans. And I'd love to answer all your guys' questions because I just wanted to kind of level with you guys and know what's going on. And I want to kind of keep you guys informed on how we're doing as a team and, and how I'm doing personally. And I think uh, it's going to be super, super fun uh, as we kind of continue this journey. The next couple of things I want to talk about is um, our UCSB game. We play UCSB next. We play them the second, I believe the second, was it March 11th? Sorry, March 11th, around there. The second week of March. Those are our next games. So we don't have that quick of a turnaround, but it's decently quick compared to our gaps in our other games. Let me tell you, most people were like, okay, you see, it's going to be BYU, Hawaii, BYU, Hawaii, and I'll get to BYU in a second here. You got to realize, UCSB is up there with BYU. They are par, if not... One's better than the other one night, one's better than the You know, it can go both ways. Both teams can beat each other. All three of us can beat each other for sure, no doubt. By far the top three teams in the country as of right now. No doubt in my mind. People are, like, considering, oh, it's BYU versus Hawaii for sure. It's insane that no one's considering UCSB. That team is incredibly good at what they do, incredibly efficient at what they do, and an insanely talented volleyball team that's been around each other and playing, excuse me, ugh, God, I keep burping, um, insanely talented team that is super tight and plays so well together. And three matches and three days, like that's the equivalent of playing three versus BYU. People want to talk about BYU, like UCSB is right there with them, 100%. Like this is going to be an absolute freaking dogfight. If we could have come out of there with three matches, winning three matches, which is the goal, and I believe we can do, that would be insane. 
I'm talking about, that would be insane. UCSB is intense, and that game, those games are going to be absolutely freaking nuts. So if you're a fan of volleyball, make sure you watch those games. It should be streamed. And a lot of people are wondering where the streams are. If you go into the host teams, for example, we were at UCSD. If you go to the host team schedule and you go to our game, it'll it'll have a watch option most of the time. For the past games, it has been. I think now that there's no fans, they got to do it for all the games. So if you're wondering where you get the link, you can do it there. It can be kind of troublesome if you're not in the States. But if you are in the States, check it out. And if you're not, still try it out. Um, and if not, you can know, go check out our system story. We pretty much have the whole damn game on there. Shout out Fane Zang. But yeah, UCSB. Next is BYU. BYU, just, we just learned after the match, BYU got swept by Grand Canyon. They had the longest match, and longest set in match, longest set in volleyball history, 43-45 in the second set. And uh, first of all, Grand Canyon's a gnarly team, a gnarly good team. Another situation where they've been playing together for a while. Just a lot of guys, live arms, really good time. And like, like I said, people can be like, oh, BYU's this, BYU's that. And we're going to be number one. First of all, who gives a shit about number one? Let me just put that out there. It doesn't matter what you do during the season. It matters what you do at oh, postseason. That's all that matters, okay? I mean, obviously it helps us get into the postseason. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, that is the most important thing. And BYU is going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. They, Grand Canyon got them on a good night. My my hat to uh, tip to them. I mean, they're just playing great volleyball and and. Obviously, in an away game, you're not going to be as good as home sometimes. And uh, and they're just firing all cylinders and tips them. But BYU will be fine by the end of the season. Please don't over overthink stuff. Like, you could, they could go, what, 11-9 and nine in season or whatever, making the playoffs, and they'd be just fine. You know, as long as they're in playoffs, that's all that matters. Um, but, yeah, guys, like I said, I look forward to this journey of bringing you to the limited games that we do have but still talking about them and kind of sharing stuff. I might bring players on here one night. We, you know, we'll go live another night. I think uh, it'll be super interesting to kind of show you guys, like, really get to know what's, like, going on or get that first-person perspective on kind of how the team's feeling, how I'm feeling, and how the teammates are kind of rolling on the road. Uh, but, yeah, guys, if you haven't checked it out, just really just a gear video um, about Hawaii men's volleyball gear that we get. If you're interested in that stuff, I'd go check it out. I'm working on a... Episode 3 of what we are made of. Obviously, with school, my internship, and on the road and playing. Uh, and volleyball. Like, it's not easy. I mean, they take a while to edit. and uh, But I'm working on it right now. And we'll get it out to you as soon as possible. Definitely by this next week or so. Um, but, guys, this has been splendid. I wish I had my two co-hosts here. But, you know, they're happily, happily asleep right now. And uh, just remember, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the damn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Atlas.